All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Buss. I am Patrick Wall. And with us today, we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Yeah, I'm Doug Schuhart. I am the uh, programming director for Sunscreen Film Festival and also a producer for uh, Scatterbrothers Productions. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And we actually met at the Sunscreen Film Festival. We did. Um, you know, we uh, got to do our little show there, which we're still super excited about. Like, I still am having the excitement from doing it, you know, looking forward to doing it again. Um, but yeah, then, you know, we got to meet up and talk for a minute. And we were going to do an interview. We obviously kind of ran out of time. There was a lot of hectic things, which is understandable. But <laughs> yeah. uh, luckily, we got you here now. Um, so if you kind of just want to give us a little background on, you know, kind of what what you do, kind of what got you into the Sunscreen Film Festival and projects and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. And thank you guys for coming out. We really, that's awesome. And definitely next year, let us know. We'll give you even more access and stuff. You know, that would that. be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Well, you know, what we can do next year is we can actually do some, like, schedule to, hey, after this movie or whatever, we'll figure it out. So, you know. But obviously, me being the programming director, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut <laughs> 90% of the time. But, um yeah, yeah. So I am a producer, um, and I produce commercials, films with my company, Scatterbrothers Productions. Um, and through that, for years, we just were sponsors and volunteers for the film festival. I've known Tony Armour, who is the founder, but he's also our film commissioner. Mm-hmm. I've known him for 10, 15 years now, uh, probably since I've even been in the business, because he's he wasn't originally the film commissioner. He was actually a filmmaker himself. Mm-hmm. Um so through that, we kind of just grew with it, and eventually Tony came to myself, my business partner, and uh, uh, another guy named Brian Williams, and said, do you guys want to help me run this festival? You know, he's been doing it for years by himself, kind of, or he has a little little bit of a team, but he's like, it's getting bigger and growing, so we need more help. You guys love the festival. You come every year, support us. You know, what? let's figure this out. So we did that for a couple of years, just more on the... We didn't really do the programming or any of that for a couple of years. We did a little other things to help out. And then last, no, two years ago, I was tapped and he said, Doug, do you want to be the programming director? You know, uh, I took a way back. I was a manager at a movie theater for years too. Mm-hmm. And part of it is, um, is that, you know, is is when you program, it's just like programming for a movie theater in mm-hmm. a way. So I kind of had that background, and I, I think that kind of helped that decision be made that, hey, he's going to, you know, uh, let's have him be the programming director. Uh, so that's basically how I got kind of started with it, and just, and I love doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is a job in a way, too, on top of what I actually do in my job. Uh, I mean, we start July 1st. We start submissions just coming July 1st in less than a month. Um, and then about, so about September though, I start really going through, starting to watch movies and I, I'm not the only one that watches them. We mm-hmm. have a whole team of people who watch them and they're great cause they help me kind of, you know, go through the good, bad and the ugly. Um, because we get about 700, six or 700 submissions Ooh. some years. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And how many wind up in the actual film festival? So last year I chose 183. But we only ended up showing about 140 because some of those either dropped off or they, you know, didn't send in their materials early enough. Mm. Stuff like that. That And that happens every year. So mm. I always do a little bit more than what I expect, actually. I program them in there. Uh, but you, there's always going to be a few that just, they can't, you know, they can't get their materials to us. The Oh, we submitted the film, but it wasn't done and it's still not done. We don't really want to show it yet. 
you know, things like that. People just don't reach back out or, you know, say, hey, I'm, you know, because when you're chosen, you actually get an email from us saying, hey, congrats, I sent it out. You know, we, we chose you, but we also have all these, like, you know, requirements we need you to do mm-hmm. for us to get your marketing materials, make sure we have a copy. This is the first year we did all DCP, which is makes it really easy for us to, you know, basically my programming gets programmed into their system <laughs> at AMC and it just plays movies. So we don't, it's not okay. somebody who actually physically like person play. Uh, okay. We do have a tech, she's amazing, but her job more is to make sure that those are running on time and there's no issues with that and everything. Uh, and making sure they're put into the system. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so, yeah, there's just a lot of things like that. But I think in the end, we played a l- around 140, 145 films over okay. the three and a half days. So that means you rejected over two-thirds of the videos that were submitted. That had to have been a lot of yeah. <clears throat> not quality films that you had to watch. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Yeah, so that's like, oh, people always ask about that. I mean, we, we try to be very as fair as we can hmm. with this, too, because... <laughs> You know, one thing we really pride ourselves on is that we are a film festival um, for filmmakers by filmmakers because mm-hmm. we're all filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I was one of those at the early stages where my work was not as good as it is now. And so we kind of do try to be fair on certain categories. That's why we also have a high school category. We have a college category because we want them to get that, be, be, come out and sort of you know, get their work out there and it just makes you better and networking and, you know, it feels good to be accepted into a film festival because some won't. Some festivals will just, we just want the highest tier. Yeah, the cream of the crop. The cream of the crop, which I totally agree. You know, we try to find some of the best of the best, but sometimes it's also personal stuff too. Like, I I love documentaries, so I'm always looking at what documentaries do we have? You know, what's an interesting topic that at least I like? Mm-hmm. If no one else does, who knows? But, and then, you know, so I'll watch those and usually try to put them up there. And uh, it's, it's you know, I actually want to do a panel one year because we do a lot of panels at our festival, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of education. We, we really believe in doing that. So I want to do one on and invite other film programmers and stuff, but I want to do one on film programming. Because I get these questions all the time from filmmakers. What do I need to do to get into a film festival? Yep. And there's no magic answer to that, just like everything in life. But it is a... Uh, how do I word it? There is little things you can do to really help out. Mm. Uh, help yourself get into the, the festival. Um, and, I mean, nothing's a guarantee. Yeah. But, you know, like... Uh, I'll go through them now... Um, is, you know, I tell people all the time, if you have a short film, keep it short. You know, if it's, the shorter it is, the easier it is for me to plug it in to a spot. Um, you know, if it's a 30-minute short and I've got a bunch of five-minute shorts, it's easier for me to play. Because I want to, you, you know, we want more in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep it shorter. And then if it's a feature, also don't, you know, obviously it has to be, you know, I think ours is like 45 minutes or more as a feature. But, you know, keep it to 90 minutes or, you know, we, you know we've know we had people submit three-hour-long features. Oh. I don't have the space for that, you know, yeah. and really, unfortunately. We just don't. Or we're taking away from other films or other blocks that yeah. we have. Yeah. So, and plus, you're only like for three days. It's not like the Cannes Film Festival that goes on for like a week and a half. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And that's, that's one of the, the tough things, too. It's really... 
narrowing those 180, 100, you know, 60, whatever films into three days, you know, plus we have our opening night. And we always try to play one film before the opening night film, uh, usually a local film just to get people to come out. Uh, and so it, it, it's, you know, like I said, it's a job. It starts, for me, it really starts in September. Um, and then we stop submissions in March, but I usually have a rough, based on what's already been submitted, a rough schedule uh, at the end of December. Okay. Just of what's already submitted, or at least blocks where I know, oh, I'm going to put all Florida up here. You know, just kind of looking at what what's coming in that year, mm-hmm. and that just helps us stay ahead. Um, obviously, things get added because people submit, you know, up until that last day. That's actually another rule that I tell people is don't wait till the last minute. Yep. Yeah. Because you're going to, you, you ha- unfortunately might get missed and not on purpose, not on, but if you're in that end thing, we're already focusing on getting ready for the actual event yeah. towards the beginning of the year. So if you're in that, you know, last, you know, Oh my gosh, it's March 1st and I have till March, whatever, uh, fourth or, you know, it's like, let me submit. It's like, and unless it's really good and, and the topic catches one of my team's, eyes or my eye it unfortunately may even you know it, it may get watched but it may just be like well i've already i don't really have room for this right now yeah so i always tell people get it in as soon as you can you know we start in july you know i get it if your film's not ready but if you can have it ready before like before the holidays really because hmm. that's when i sit down usually because there's a little, i have a little more free time because it's slower in my other in my producing and, and all that during like december that's when I have time to sit down and yeah. work on the on the uh, programming. So, so how complete do they need to be to be able to, you know, do a, a submission? Um, um, is it like a preliminary they could send in, and then when it's fully ready, they send you, you know, just like a two minute trailer, and like we promise this will be done by next right. year. Right, the trailer, not necessarily, because okay. I do need to know lengths of like a roughly how long it's going to be. So trailer, maybe two minutes, but if your film's an hour and a half or whatever. <laughs> right. I need, and, you know, you could tell me that, but it's going to be a little tougher. But we do have people who say, hey, I have a rough cut. Mm-hmm. It's not completed. It doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have visual effects or it doesn't have audio. It's not great yet. Um, all I tell them is as long as it's done and you can get it to us by that, you know, I think it's... Uh, I think April 1st, actually. Mm-hmm. As long as you can get it, like, physically get a DCP to my tech team, mm-hmm. you know, you're fine. <laughs> so you can, you can, we, we get them all the time. And I, we had a couple this year that submitted early and then, you know, said, oh, it's going to be done or whatever. And then we had some that said, hey, it's not done yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to, we're going to kind of, step, you know, not do the festival. And that's fine, too. We, I totally get it. Hey, submit again next year. We obviously liked you. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. done it in the past, too, where... They didn't go on one, but we really liked the film, and they came back to us like in July or, and said, hey, it's done now. Can I resubmit? And a lot of times we're like, you know, we really liked it last year. Send it to us. Let's watch it. We'll watch it again, but most likely we'll put them in because okay. they, they were kind of already in the festival, mm-hmm. so we want to give them that, that shot. And as filmmakers, we understand that it's a process, and yeah, there's things yeah. that get pushed way back. <laughs> Uh, you know, especially if you're doing a low budget, you may not mm-hmm. have the time, the money, you may yeah. be trying to raise more money. You know, I've had people do that or, you know, I, I think one year we had somebody put a Kickstarter up saying, Hey, we got submitted to, or we got accepted to the sunscreen, but 
we need, you know, this much money to finish it. Mm-hmm. Can you do it? Do it. And I believe they did it actually, but they oh, kind of cool. used that as a <laughs> as a way to get their friends and family and people to That's kind of throw them. Some extra cash to finish it up. And, it's always and good when Kickstarter's used yeah. to, for something else that's not, you know, trying to you know, treat cancer or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or it's not just celebrities who immediately that yeah. day can get there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the pro- you know process okay. of it. Well, it's funny, too, when you mention that. It's because uh, I've talked to a lot of filmmakers in the past. I've dabbled a little bit in the past myself, but... The difference between a rough cut and a final cut, like when you, and you start watching it and you're like, it could be a difference of maybe three minutes in certain sections that you take out, and it's a completely different movie. Like, it it goes from, uh, to, like, it blows your mind. Like, it can make that big of a difference. Just 100%. like, hey, taking out one conversation, or let's take out that scene, or this doesn't make sense. And so it changed it completely. So to that point, yeah, I can understand why someone's like, no, I really want to finish it. And, you know, like you said, yeah, we'll watch it again, but most likely we'll like it. Um, I do have a question, kind of going back a little bit to what you said earlier about the submissions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you said, you know, sometimes you you see something like kind of last minute and you're watching. Have you ever had a situation where you're basically filled up, someone gave you something at the last minute or maybe a few submissions and you watch it and it just blew your mind. And you're like, I've got to get this in somehow. Uh, i got to fit it in. Yeah. I, I Not this past year. There really wasn't anything. I believe the year before, and I'm trying to remember the name of the movie, but there was a film submitted and they actually emailed me and they had been at Sunscreen before. So they emailed me and said, hey, I've got this film. We're really happy with it. It was shot locally, I think, I believe. And I said, all right, let me check it out. But I pretty much was done. Like, this was probably in February. And I said, okay, let me, you know, let me figure this out. And I watched it and I remember being like, wow, this is really well done. Especially, you know, when it was shot locally, which always helps too. You know, as much as, you know, I, I always say I hate to admit it, but the um, part of, you know, we like to bring a lot of locals in, especially in the last couple of years with COVID and everything, because part of it is also we want to sell tickets. I mean, that's what keeps us going yeah. every year. You know, we, we want to sell tickets. We want to bring people in, um, you know, and that was a big, that was a big challenge with, like, with COVID and everything was how we were going to do that. So, mm. so yeah, that, that to get, to answer your question, I'm sorry, I know I sometimes go off on tangents. Yeah, so do I. Don't worry. We all do that. Our we all okay. do that. Good. I fit in then. Good. Um, I, I know I do this and I'm always like, don't do this. Um, but to answer your question, yes, it, it has happened. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it can happen. I'm, I, I don't want to discourage people from submitting. I yeah. don't. I just, I like to tell people that it's a lot easier to get in any festival. And I'm not just talking about, because I've talked to programmers at others. You know, one of my jobs as programmer is to go to other festivals and check them out, see what they're doing, you know, differently. Talk to some, I've mm-hmm. usually talked to some of their, you know, people. We brought, like, the, the Key West uh, Film Festival. They're actually a sponsor of our festival and we're a sponsor <laughs> of theirs. So they come up, we go there. Okay. You know, also it's an excuse to go to Key West. But there's, never, there's never a bad reason. Yeah, no. So I was just about to plug that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. Dang it. So, yeah, I mean, I just don't want to discourage people, but it is something I, you know, I think people need to know. I, and it, I don't think a lot of filmmakers think about the process of, which is why I want to do like a panel on it of, you know, not just programming, but running a mm-hmm. film festival. Yeah. Um, you know, and you get those, you get those filmmakers who almost, it's like they don't realize they're not the only film in, in there. <laughs> so we do get a little of that too sometimes where they, you know, they'll 
keep sending you emails and they want everything a certain way and you're like you just got to be like hey man i've got 160 other phones you know yours is in and it's going to be great thank you for everything I'll see you but on Saturday. I'll see you on yeah. I'll see you on, I'll see you at Saturday at ten a.m. with yeah. your film show, and you know, and usually they're cool about that. But it's 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 sort of a funny thing I feel like because you as a filmmaker, I go, I'm just be happy to get my film in the festival. Oh yeah, you know, and it almost seems like some people, you know, they're like, well, I'm in, but I've got to make sure my film is the best in there or my film yeah. is whatever. I've had people even ask me, hey, can you move my time slot? Probably not. I mean, when things start dropping off, I do start moving stuff around, or I might contact a filmmaker and say, hey, we've got a better slot here. Because my worry always is, you've already told people, because usually that's not going to happen until like two weeks, week or two before the festival. Yeah. Um, but my big worry is, you told a bunch of people, your movie's a four, and then I move it to six. And you're like, whoa, 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 you moved it, you know, I didn't know, my people are, you know, or, or vice versa. The worst thing is... It was at six, and now it's at four. Mm. So usually I try to call and say, hey, I might have a better squat for you. Do you guys want to do this? Um, and that's just sort of, so, you know, we, we don't always play, uh, you know, we don't usually try to change things around. But once I have people drop off or mm. aren't coming, mm. then I can look at it and, and move stuff. But I, I'll get that in, you know, the week we put out the schedule which is usually like in march i'll i'll get several emails hey can you move my my film to six what? <laughs> uh no, no? <laughs> not right now and i always try i always try to say we have this many films you know and, and i get it they want to you know certain time to frame for people to come or they think you know but i try to look at stuff like if you're a horror film i'm probably going to play you later at night yeah or yeah. you know at certain times because that's where the audience wants to see. I'm not going to play you at 10 a.m. You're not yeah. going to get anybody to go see a horror. I movie. will see a horror movie. I mean, I will too. <laughs> but I'm no, only because I don't want it to be dark outside. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah. I was yeah. going to say you're going to see it at, at 10 a.m. Yeah. for different reasons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going because you're afraid of the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid of a cat. Let like, <laughs> alone if she's in the don't dark. get me started with cats. Cats are evil, and I have a whole theory that they would eat you if they could. <laughs> Within 24 hours, if you don't feed them, they will start gnashing on you. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Um, a quick follow-up question to Tony's question. Um, have you ever had to bump someone because you got, like, a really good film in, and you're like, we need to fit this in here, and this is these two over here are not as good quality? No. And I don't think I would ever do that. Okay. Because I, again, as a filmmaker, I feel like that right there is just, well, first of all, you're just going to call that, you know, that's going to cause some issues and stuff. But mm. second of all, I don't think that's fair. Mm. Especially, you know, I, you know, if we're going to get something big... And when you say bump, you mean like take them off completely or just move them? Take them off completely, like yeah. they're off the menu. Yeah, so no, I would never do that. I have where we have a certain movie, like a bigger name. Maybe we have a celebrity actually coming in from it. Mm -hmm. you know, we don't do as many celebrity movies. Any, like Jason Momoa was in a movie. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. when we do some. But, you know, we um, try to... <clears throat> You know, be fair and everything. But we have done it where we've just moved slots because of that. But okay. usually, again, I'll call the, the, the filmmakers and I'll say, hey, guys, I got to make some moves here. I got to move this film here because they're coming in. At, you know, I've got a celebrity coming in at, you know, at noon on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I can't play their movie until that night or, or whatever. And usually the filmmakers are like, that's fine. that's fine. I've never had an issue where that's an issue. Mm -hmm. But I could foresee... You know, we're right now we're in the top 100. We're listed on Film Freeway and in Movie Maker Magazine in the top like 100 
uh, film festivals in the country. Wow, oh, that's cool. Nice. Or it might be world, but I think it's country. <clears throat> um, either way, it's good. But and the reason we have that, if you go on, we pretty much only have four or five stars reviews on all that. Yeah. Which is something we really we we love, and we actually ask people when they're done, "Hey, if you had a good time, go on and, and let us know." So I think you know, I I foresee if I were to do that, that's when I start getting one review. That's when yeah. we get blasted on Facebook. Oh, you know, they wanted this bigger movie, you know, and it just makes us look like yeah. like dicks. Yeah, and it's <laughs> not like name, but we look like dicks. Then. And it's not like you had. It's not like a situation where, like, you made the roster and you told, you know, you didn't tell anybody yet, and then you found one and fit it in. Yeah. It's like you sent them out and said, congratulations. Yeah. And then a week later, sorry to yeah. inform you. Well, <laughs> in the process, yes, that does happen. But they don't, no one knows which films, because I don't, you know, we don't send out until I'm done with that schedule. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like you sent out the congratulations. Yeah, and, and, and then, then I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me take that back. You found yeah. something a little bit gotcha. better. Than you. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> you know how yours was good? Yeah. I found something a little better. <laughs> and I just can't. Yeah. I got a reputation to hold up. Here. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, no, luckily, no. Hopefully, I never have to get in that situation. I don't think, like I said, I don't think I would. I'd figure something else out. Um, or I would just move, you know. There's always places to move around mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So, you know. And I could just imagine, personally, just if I sent out a film, like, not even so much the, the anger factor mm. towards somebody if they did that to me, but that might kind of deter me from just, hey, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously, film is not my thing. They accepted me, but then something, and then I got kicked out. It's like, what did I do wrong? Like, as a filmmaker, I, I would probably want to give up then. Yeah. You know, it'd be that and, great and that upset. Goes, <laughs> and that goes against our whole thing that we're all filmmakers and this is for filmmakers. Yeah. That's why we do the, the panels and all those because we want it not just to be celebration of <laughs> film and watching films, but also helping our filmmakers. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a pretty awesome film community here. A lot of people know that. A lot of people don't. And we like to say, hey, let's, you know, come out and we'll, we have writers, we have actors, we have, you know, different, you know, we have lawyers that even talk about, you know, film law and stuff, mm-hmm. which is something that, no, a lot of people don't know when you're making a movie. Oh, you need permits or you need, oh, yeah. you know, releases for this and that. So, um, when I went to the film festival, I thought that was really awesome because <laughs> a friend of mine, Larry Bacovi, is a local actor. Mm-hmm. He didn't step one foot on the left hand side of the theater to go see a movie. He was in all the panels and all the discussions, just trying to hone in his craft. And he did that for all three days. He's like, I'm here for the workshops. A lot of people do that, and, and that's something we, like I, I said, I think earlier, we pride ourselves on. Uh, since the beginning, we've been doing workshops. Mm-hmm. They've just gotten better over the years. We've gotten more, you know, more, uh, you know, uh, established people coming out, and you know, some people local, some people from, you know, we have people from California fly out, and and because you know we're all in the industry, we know people we can pull. We can say, hey, yeah. you know, this guy, I know him from L.A., and he works on these movies. Do you want to come out to the festival? Or, uh, you know, Tony goes to Cannes every year, mm-hmm. and and he I, he, I think he just got back, <coughs> and he meets all these people, and he'll he'll say, hey, you know, do you want to do a panel or come out, you know, and, and enjoy Florida, and <laughs> and who doesn't want to come hang out at the beach and and you know do all that? So. Some of the best beaches around. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> we are like the number one beaches, yeah. I think too. So. I actually just watched that. Uh, uh, Tony had posted mm-hmm. it from the. Old, uh, I don't know how old it was or recent with George Takei mm-hmm. when 
they just, he was kind of touring around, checking things out, and he was yeah. like, so they had him in front of the Don Cesar, and it's just like, just hearing the George Decay voice, yeah. you know, explaining <laughs> the beautiful beaches. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. 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 yeah, he was nice. I actually met him when he was here then. Um, he was a nice guy. It was good to bring. And that's something we try to do, too, is bring. That was, although that was through the uh, film commission, there, I think uh, Sunscreen had a little bit to do with that, too, just yeah. to bring. It would have been nice to bring him actually to the festival, but I think that didn't work out or something. Yeah. That's why we had him, I think, like a month later. <laughs> well, real quick, I can yeah. go back again, because I do this a lot. I kind of go back hey. a little bit, because um, I like to rehash things. Um, but you were talking about like some of the people, like they think like there's the best of the best, and they want to get bumped and stuff. We were actually, and I, I don't want to talk for the other two guys here, but I could say that for me, the interviews that we got to do some of the directors or actors and, you know, producers, um, everybody just had that feeling of they were just glad to be there. Like, yeah. we had some really good interviews, some really exciting people. Corbin was the most humble, I believe. Yeah, Pierre Corbin, he did mm. the Bitcoin uh, the, yeah. the documentary. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that was great. Yep. Great doc. Yep, and uh, I he was just... I haven't watched it yet. I think I have to be in the right mind to watch a financial documentary. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... There's, but he made it interesting. Oh, the I way bet. he did it, he made it very... He was a very interesting interview, and yeah. I do want to watch it, but I just know, like, I had yeah. to be prepared to watch this. Oh, yeah. I'm not a documentary There's a few guy. things, and that that happens just on your point, <laughs> is while, you know, there's... there's Because we have to watch them just to see if we're going to put them in, mm-hmm. and there's times I put some on, I'm like, I'm not in the mood to watch this right now, but I kind of have to push myself through to watch it, or I have to put it on my ticker, like, okay, Friday night, when I'm home, you know, hanging out, chilling, I'll put this on and I'll watch it, because right now might not be the, yeah. the best time for that or whatever. So, that happens a lot, too, with that, yeah. too, but, you know, but you have to watch it. But, you, I, you know, and to get back to, I think, what you're going at is, that that is 99% of the people yeah. are just happy. Mm-hmm. We got in, we're in it, whatever. There's always going to be those little... Nuances, you know, of um, you know, one or two people who kind of just think, oh well, my film's, you know, been in fifteen festivals, and I know, you know, exactly how it's supposed to play and go, and and I get it as a filmmaker, I get it, but at the same time, like, hey, you're in the festival, yep. yeah, and your last name isn't Cameron, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if you call me, you're like, this is, yeah. you know, this is James Cameron, I'm gonna be like, okay, what do you want? Where do you want it? <laughs> Uh, what spot do you want? Who I will rewrite really? my entire schedule right now. <laughs> and then we can talk about the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because some of, yeah. His, some of his movies can last the entire day. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that was really good, though. We were fortunate. I know you said that mm-hmm. that's the majority of it, but um, just seeing the energy that we got. And the one thing I liked, especially with Pierre, is he was saying that he was doing one screening and there was like 50 people. I don't know if it maybe was at the film festival or somewhere else. And he's like, there was 50. He's like, I can't believe 50 people are here to watch it. Like, he was so excited yeah. to have 50 people there. I think that was, was somewhere like, else because this one, he was a little bit jaded. He's like, yeah, I got accepted. I'm here to promote it and have a good yep. time. Yeah. Yep. He, was, he was a lot calmer, but he, yeah. he was humbled. Um, but yeah, all of them were really, really good people. There. Yeah. And we got lucky. There were, you know, just to say to that, and I don't remember how many were in his screen. It may not have been. But every, every showing had a good amount of people. Like, yeah. 10, at least 10 to 20 people mm. in each screening, which is awesome, <laughs> especially coming off of a, you know, the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, the year before, even though we did pretty well, or yeah, in 2021, coming off of the pandemic, we weren't sure. And we had so many rules we had to follow, um, you know, just in at the theater, like not just the masks thing, but everybody had to sit, you know, you had to have a seat or two between you. And so we really couldn't even have that many. Every theater was... Cut in half, like fifty percent yeah. is all we can have. 
Um, I'm sure <coughs> there were times we were over, but you know, we'll until the, the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it happened. And, it's okay. Uh, this is a recorded. Oh, oh wait. What's the statue of limitations on? No, no. But fix it in post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll definitely happen, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it it's funny because. You know, I, I remember walking into a couple of theaters myself this year and going, Holy crap, there's a lot of people here. Like, this is great. And then the panels had a ton of people in them usually, mm-hmm. too. Um, I was on, I actually did a panel myself, and I remember just looking out like, there's like 50 people in this room right now, <laughs> which is just, uh, that's awesome. You know, we actually, this year we did, was our biggest attendance ever in the last, well, this whole year we uh, 18, but 17 years. It We made, you know, because of that, we made... A good amount of money, which that just helps us do this next upcoming year. Yep. Yeah, it all just rolls through with that. Now you said so you do. We know you do the workshops mm-hmm. there. Do you guys do outside workshops when the festival isn't going on? Like, have you ever done that? Like, partnered with other areas or gone to schools or anything like that? Or yes, great question. So prior to pandemic, we did that a lot. We're actually going to start getting back into that. So what we would do is, yeah, usually during the year we do three or four. <laughs> Uh, screenings of some of the films like we're actually working on a thing where we're going to screen all the winners of our awards ceremony mm-hmm. we're going to screen them like in one day at like the, there's actually a new beach theater opening up uh, in Mid- I think it's in Madeira Beach really think, off Corey Avenue down there um, it used to be only they used to do uh, I only knew it because they used to do Rocky Horror Picture Show there late at night back in like back, I think I know where like, you're talking about year, yeah like yeah. 10 years ago and then they shut down well <laughs> Uh, some people who actually used to work with sunscreen reopened the theater. Oh, nice! So, um, so that's actually I think it opens this month, uh, or it might be July first. But we're talking to them about doing maybe like a day people can come out and they can see all the winners. Mm-hmm. People who've missed them, you know, a few of the filmmakers said they'll come out. <laughs> um, so we do that, and then yeah, workshops like we used to go to like uh, there's a place in downtown St. Pete called Studio Six Twenty. Yeah. We used to do a ton of, and we probably will again. Um, you know. We'll bring in this person, and he'll do a, a almost like a panel, and we'll do those uh, every yeah. now and then. We also do over the summer. We always do a summer camp for the kids. Um, okay. And we, like last year, we did it at CMA <coughs> at the Clara Marine Aquarium. So we the kids are taught how to make a mo- like write a script. This one was a documentary one that we did last. Um, they do a you know documentary. They learn how to write it and, and produce it, and you know. They team up and they get the equipment and then they go out and, and shoot a little short documentary. What's the age range on that? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I think it's I think it's high school. I want to say okay. it's high school. Okay. That's or really cool. Or high school. That's really cool. And and then they and then we play their shorts at the festival. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So so it's just a little <laughs> way of, you know, that, you know and we bring in, you know, Tony sometimes does things. I've done classes with it. It just depends on who's available and can do it. Because it's all, you know, we're non profit. Uh, organization so yeah you know we don't really you know we try to keep all that money in the in the organization yeah. because we want to keep doing those kinds Absolutely. of things um another quick question if you guys don't mind real fast um so when you mentioned schools that was going to be my next question because i know with the film commission because we had an interview with tony about known tony but we did an interview with him a while back before the film mm-hmm. festival and he was talking about you know getting like the grants for local you know people to, hey you get some of your money back if you mm-hmm. film it here and they like, figure out ways to get money to help out for people to encourage people to film here or come here to film 
Is there anything connected with any of the local colleges that have film programs where they go to them and say, hey, listen, you know, we do offer this. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to have a lot of money, but if you do this and, you know, this is a way we can help out or something. Is there anything you guys do with schools? Like that? Yeah. we So, again, with the, like we do with that program, we have in the past, again, we kind of stopped doing some of this stuff in COVID, but we have, like UT has a great uh, program mm-hmm. or, you know, even more local because that's actually in Tampa, but, or Eckerd College yep. has a great film program. Yep. Um, my company actually does an internship program. So a lot of those kids come to us and then we help them with that kind of thing. Oh, very um, cool. the, the, like with what you're talking about with Tony is they do have grants and they have a, like a, almost like a cash rebate yeah, program. Yeah. Most <laughs> of that is for, you have to have a certain budget, like there's certain things um, sometimes it's lower. It can be, you know, smaller, but most of that's going to be somewhere in your like hundred to two hundred thousand yeah. dollar range, which a, a lot of the colleges don't really have that yeah. money to do. But what's nice is, you know, the film commission will work with these students on okay, this is how to get a permit. You know, permits are free for everybody, not just students. I know some areas students are free, but everyone else. It, they're free as long you know you just have to have insurance and that usually will where is where the school stuff comes in because the school has to help you like with their insurance uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of times and yeah. you know so that's stuff. but i'll tell you right now and I'll, I'll give a shout out to lisa who works at the film commission as well with tony she is awesome like i've had so many times she probably hates me because so many times like four days before a shoot i'm like hey i need a permit for fort soto and they want you like two weeks at least. <laughs> and she'll be like, Doug, I'm going to try to push it through. But they got it, you know, you're waiting until the last minute. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, she, she's always been able to get it through. But, and I don't recommend doing that because she'll kill me. But, um, but, you know, they really are really good at helping you out. Even Tyler yeah. in, in Tampa, you know, mm. is also really good. We have two, in Tampa Bay, we have two of the best film commissions I've ever met in my career nice. i've worked in things in atlanta la forget about it i've never even talked to or met anybody at the phone commission i've driven through la and that's as much as i want to do yeah it. well yeah that's a whole other story too yeah exactly but uh yeah so we're, we're pretty lucky in this area that we do have these really good you know film commissions and these really good programs locally and we have a lot of talent here we have a lot of good actors filmmakers so it's it's really that's i think also what makes sunscreen so much fun is just it's the one time a year that all of us that know each other, even though we're a lot of us are friendly competitors and stuff, mm. we're all friends. Mm. So it's the one time a year we all get together and, ha- you know, we have, we also know for our parties. Um, I don't know if you guys made it out to any of the parties. Unfortunately, we didn't. We had uh, other engagements yeah, we had to get no, to. That's why next we year, couldn't stick around all yeah. day that one day. Well, next year, try to get to the parties because parties are always fun. We do karaoke. I've heard some stories about the parties that happened. Yeah, <laughs> there we do karaoke. and I've seen a lot of Tony's posts on those. Yeah, <laughs> well, Tony is the karaoke king when it comes to sunscreen. So we, we pretty much have done some karaoke every year. and um, But, yeah, we, we're pretty well known for our, our parties, too. So yeah. it's a good way. It's good networking, especially for filmmakers, which is why we try to encourage – you know, a lot of locals coming out. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have a film in it, just come out, come out, come watch some films, go to a panel, and go to the parties yep. and the network. Um, that's a, that's kind of our whole mission. Yep. And then we want to bring people in. You know, this helps bolster the film commission and stuff. But we want, you know, a lot. We do get people from outside of uh, Florida or outside of our area. We get international. We got we had some from Norway. We've had 
Canada. We've had in the past. We've had China, you know, Japan, different different places. They actually came out, and it's nice because a lot of times they come and they're like, "We love this area. We want to shoot here." Oh, yeah. And that's you know that's where things like the the rebates come in. Well, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, yeah, if you do that, you bring some money, you, you know, all this. This is what you do. You'll get some money back, and then make a film. So that's something we're also really big about is bringing those people here that are making movies elsewhere mm-hmm. and saying, hey, come here, come here, come come to Florida. And yeah. and I think that's even a bigger point with the whole rebate thing is, you know, because before before you had that, you know, you make a movie, you put everything into it, or you get investors, and if it doesn't do anything you've lost everything or you've lost yep. everybody's money to know that hey i get a little bit of return yeah is better than nothing yeah. you know and it's and, and it helps for yeah. sure and i heard it's actually a pretty decent percentage it is oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's not too bad it, um and they change it all the time i believe it's 10 percent uh but it's but there's other things too i think you're totally saying that there was like a cap or something that yeah there's, yeah, there's, there's like, no state-sponsored incentive he's yeah. like I can give Netflix fifty thousand dollars, but you know California is going to give them two hundred. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's why people go to Georgia. Unfortunately, because Georgia has a forty percent. Yeah. So if you shoot in Georgia, you can get forty percent of your budget back, and you know as long as you follow their criteria, you get. I mean, that's a lot. That's yeah. Like, so. um, what was it? Uh, the third season of Ozarks was actually filmed in Georgia. A friend mm-hmm. of my, a coworker of mine. Before she was coworker, and she's like, I'm, "I'm in one of the episodes in Ozark." She's oh, like, nice. "I woke up, I drove straight to Georgia. It was on the, I was on the riverboat and everything." I was like, "In Georgia? Are you serious?" Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, no. And we, I've been there many a time for shoots and just, you know, talking to people. And yeah, Georgia's becoming basically Georgia's the new Hollywood. In a really? Lot of ways. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, all, all the, the Marvel, all the Walking Dead, Walking Dead really started a lot of it, <laughs> but all the Marvel movies, all the DC movies are shot there now, and, and TV show. When I say that, I mean TV shows mainly because that's mainly what they're focusing on right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's all of that shot pretty much there. In uh, I'm assuming it's not Atlanta. That place it's, is busier it's than in, New York Yeah, City. no, it's outside. So there's actually a studio. Um, in tr- it's called Trillith area it's actually they have like they have a studio with sound stages and they're building and building like every time i go there there's like 10 new sound stages um and yeah so they created this like town it actually was funded by uh the son of the owner founder of chick-fil-a oh was the one who who basically kind of started it he put a lot of the money in for this infrastructure, uh-huh. uh, and he's kind of the like main investor in this <laughs> town of Trillith, and Trillith Studios is the name of the studio, oh, wow. and that's where they're shooting. They shot, they actually shot Black Panther there, and they've actually turned the soundstage, and they now it's actually called the uh, Chadwick Bronson. Chad, uh, Chadwick, Bo, uh, yeah, Bo, Bronson, Chadwick, or Bo, yeah, Bozeman, or whatever it is. It's his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's named after him. Okay, <laughs> and, and they have a big mural of him. <laughs> on the side or whatever. So, you know, it's pretty cool to see when you go up there, you go, you know, like, there's this, like it's like Bozeman. in the middle of nowhere, too. Yeah. You were right, Bozeman. Bozeman, okay, I couldn't remember either. Um, but, you know, so it's kind of cool to see, and there really are, they, just like we do here in our area, but they really, but there's this statewide, like, they really support film, and, mm. and they, you know, I think Florida has more of this, which is why we, as Florida, need a tax incentive, but we, uh, they have a lot of different looking areas. That's how they can kind of yeah. do that. I mean, when you get closer to Alabama, it's a little more like Alabama. Or you get closer mm-hmm. to the water, then you've got your, you know, your savannas and your, you yeah. know, and then you get closer to Florida, you get certain things. Just like, you know, but Florida, I think, has even more. Because yeah. oh, yeah. you've got your metropolises, mm-hmm. 
You've got your beaches. You've got your Panhandle, Alabama, yeah. South Southern. You know, so I've been pushing this for years. Like, you can you name where you want to shoot, you could probably figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you could do lead. New York right here. I, yeah. I, I know you could, and here or Tampa, yeah. easily. And you got you got lakes, you got rivers, you got you got rural, you got country. I mean, you got everything all within about a five hour drive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, there isn't really many places you can't get to, minus. The actual Key West, you know, yeah, it takes yeah. a little bit longer, yeah. <clears throat> Unless you go by boat, um, that's true. But you know, with, really, within six seven hours, yeah. you can get anywhere in Florida mm-hmm. from any particular point. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I like that actually. It's uh, and you're right. I mean, we could we could shoot almost anything yeah. around here, and that's why I think things are growing even more and more. Well, yeah, um, and I think that is what people are finally <laughs> seeing here, in, especially in our area, like St. Pete, Clearwater, even Tampa, is you can turn. I mean, you you turn the corner. In any place, in even St. Pete, and it's going to look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Like the houses might look, oh, that looks like it's from up north. Just because we have so many transplants of people who've come and said, oh, I'm going to build my house, but it's going to look like yep. my house growing up in Michigan. Or, you know, and that's great because now you have those, you know, a filmmaker comes here and he goes, you know, I really want a, t- I really want a street that looks like it's, uh, you know, New Hampshire. I, Guarantee you, you can find a street that you would think is up north. Probably, yeah, probably yeah. whatever. <coughs> yeah, or exactly. not in the winter, it won't be covered in snow. Or, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and that's a big reason why things like Hallmark have come here now in these places because they used to shoot in Toronto or Vancouver, actually, not Toronto, Vancouver, but they can only shoot like four months out of the year. Here, they can shoot anytime, yeah, all, all year, all year around. So, yeah, our worst is what Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, and they do that too. <laughs> you know, but if they want snow, they can go. But you know, they were already importing snow because they do their Christmas stuff now. Oh, really? They're already shooting their Christmas oh, yeah. movies in June, July, August because they have to be ready for it's November first or whenever. Yep. Now or October first now when they're doing their yeah. their hundred days of hundred and fifty days of Christmas or whatever. <laughs> it's no longer right after Thanksgiving. No, it's just starting before Halloween. Yeah, which, yeah, I'm a big Halloween fan, so I don't like that. I want. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want at least. I want Halloween to start in September. And, and like, not Thanksgiving, but, yes. you know, that's my personal <laughs> yeah. view of it because I'm a big horror movie and, and uh, Halloween fan. But at the same time, yeah, it's just getting. But, yeah, this is when they start shooting a lot of their, those all those, like, campy yeah. Hallmark mm-hmm. Dean Cain's in town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. A lot of it's those the same are... story. Corporate mogul is going to take over a small <laughs> yep. business town. He's got to go visit the town, falls in falls love with a girl because yeah. he meets a family that's making cookies. Yeah. Yeah. She changes. And then yeah. he owns the cookies. Yeah. Yeah. And he becomes a baker because yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, he quits his job and yeah. buys out the thing to sell. I'm going to go ahead and just throw the spoiler warning out right now. Yeah, yeah. We just ruined like five movies yeah. this season. Yeah, five. Yeah, probably all of them. Every single one of them. Someone's going to be like, I heard this story already. Dang those guys. <laughs> yeah, but Steve Gutenberg's in this one, man. I know, right? <laughs> well, that's all they do. They just flop out the new, you know, it's either Steve Gutenberg, Dean Cain, or uh, who's the other one? It's uh, just, it's, it's funny how it, how it goes. But um, I, real quick, if you don't mind, I'd like yeah. to switch gear for a second. Yep. Um, because, you know, we, obviously, sunscreen's huge. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of info on that. But I also want to talk a little bit personally about your company that you work for, your production yeah. company, what, what you guys are working on or what you've worked on, what you got going on, anything big in the in the future. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so my company, Scatter Brothers Productions, we mm-hmm. have been around uh, since 2014. I had to think about that. Uh, right here in St. Pete. Um, we Our bread and butter is commercials, so we do a lot of We've done thousands and thousands of commercials, local and national and we also do movies and 
you know, what we call industrials, which are kind of like internal films. So pretty much anything. We'll, so like the corporate like, training videos? I yeah, we'll do all, we do a ton of those all the time. Um, you know, so, you know, but we tr what we try to do is put a little bit of cinematic feeling into some of these videos so they're not just cut and dry. Sometimes the client just wants cut and dry and that's what you do and you say, okay, cool, we got this. And so, yeah, we've been doing this for a while. We just recently finished producing a, uh, a feature film locally that had Sean Astin in it. That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was right before sunscreen, actually. So April was a crazy month for myself and my team. Uh, has Sean Astin in it? Uh, actually, has uh, David Faustino, who's in uh, Married with Children. Yeah, yeah, buddy. And a guy named Corin Nemec, who some people know, some people Corin Nemec. Yeah, Corin. Yeah. Uh, you mean? Because um, uh, <laughs> his name from Stargate SG One. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the yeah. guy who took over for Michael Shanks. He's yeah, oh, he's wow. in Jonas. Yeah, Jonas. 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 Yeah, yeah. I That's was thinking of Parker Lewis. Well, <laughs> oh, Parker Lewis. Is like, <laughs> yeah, he's known from. But yeah, a lot of people don't even know Parker Lewis. So well, I know Jonas. Yeah, but that's the other. You know, so. Uh, great, great guy. All three of them were super nice and really easy to work with. Um, so we produced that. That was in, and that should be out in the fall. Uh, we also, at the same time, our team was producing a, a this is kind of <coughs> crazy to think about, but we're, uh, Indianapolis, Indianapolis has a zoo, the Indianapolis Zoo. And it's actually a really well done zoo, and it's one of the, especially in like the north, uh, northeast or whatever, it's one of the most known, Midwest or whatever, it's one of the most known. But they have, surprisingly, a dolphin presentation, like a dolphin, mm. you know, they don't like to call it a show, but, you know, like a presentation. We just got done doing all the videos that are going to play during that whole, because they just redid their whole mm. thing. So and that just opened up. You didn't lose the dolphin this time. We didn't lose the dolphin, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we... Um, yeah, that was fun. So we did that. So that just opened up on Memorial Day weekend. So okay. Last last weekend. Um, so that was a lot of fun to do and a lot of challenging. We actually started that project back in December. Okay. So that's been a sort of a six month <clears throat> almost uh, project. But that was a lot of fun. It was you know it, it was cool to travel. I had never been to Indianapolis, so it's fun to do that. That's one thing I love about what we do is we get to travel, mm -hmm. um, and that's why I've gone to. I've shot stuff in L.A. I've shot stuff in Atlanta. I've shot stuff in. Uh, New York, stuff in North Carolina. <clears throat> it just all depends on mm -hmm. the client, you know, what it is, um, all over Florida. So, so that's kind of what we, you know, what we do. I have a business partner. We are co-owners and then we have a team of, you know, it ranges from three to five people, depending on the time of year, what projects we have going mm -hmm. on. Um, but mainly two people that we have a full-time editor and we have an assistant that she kind of actually runs everything. <laughs> uh, but it keeps myself and my business partner, Ben, and uh, kind of in line, in line and, and not totally going off the rails with some project or like thinking, oh, this would be a great idea. And then it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, we can't afford that. Or the client's not going to go for that. Or You're getting filmmaking ADD there. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then we have um, coming up, we are... I. I there's some stuff I can talk about, some stuff I can't, yeah. obviously. But there's definitely a big, another movie coming up in the next few months. Maybe two, but right now I know one is more likely than the other one right now. But, uh, but that's just the business. And then just a lot of little, you know, uh, we have a lot of partnerships with some companies. We, we, we like to call them partnerships, not just like clients. Like, there are partners because we want to be sort of an extension of your marketing uh, group or, you know, or, or department or or your company. So we 
we've been lucky that we have those relationships with a lot of companies. So they'll just call us and say, hey, we need a, we need a new training video. We need a new commercial or, you know, we need this and that. So uh, we've been lucky that we have some of these great relationships. Nice. Cool. Uh, do you have anything? i got a no. question real quick. I don't want to jump over anybody. Cool. <clears throat> um, since you've been doing production, what, mm-hmm. what would you say has been one of your, like, most passionate or favorite projects that you've ever worked on? Oh, man. That is a good question. It's like asking what your favorite baby is. Uh, it's always the one on the left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, the one on the right looks like a potato. <laughs> I'm trying to. Oh man, that is a good question. Because um, I almost every project I love. I mean, obviously, I, you know, I love doing this movie because you know those actors are awesome, and I got to hang out with them and stuff. Um, but even that, like beyond that, I think you know we. Let's see what did. Oh, we shot. This was fun. We shot in the Bahamas. A uh, it was just like a I don't even know remember what it was for. This was years ago, but that was a lot of fun because you know again traveling is one of my favorite things that we do. I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to or the Caribbean slash Bahamas. I've been to Vegas. I've been you know because of work, not just like. Hmm vacation whatever so you know it's always keys um we did a actually i spent a month in the keys working on a fishing show years ago yeah that was that was fun that sounds oh man i wish i would have you back then because i love fishing yeah yeah (laughs) it was sailfish uh fishing so sailfishing so it was it was for money and stuff so it was sort of like a it was on uh, one of those like channels. It was a tournament. Okay. So all these people are, are, are out there doing that. I mean, these things are big money. Like, yeah. And you're on these big boats, <laughs> and you're on the boats all day long. I made a mistake and got sick for a day and a half because I didn't... We went out at like 6 a.m., and I was on this boat, um, and I didn't put any sunscreen on, and I'm fairly... I'm probably the whitest guy in the room sometimes. <laughs> and I got sun poisoning because of it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, I was sick for like two days after that, unfortunately. So, that that was the worst part of that trip. But other than that, that <laughs> one was a lot of fun. And, you know, but stuff like that is always, you know, a lot of fun. And it's just getting, it, it breaks, you know, I'm glad I, I don't have a nine to five. And I'm glad because this, my job is great because it breaks up that monotony of life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I can make a vacation out of something. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to go shoot in Vegas for two days, I might stay in Vegas for five days. Yeah. yeah and, and, and take a couple days. Or, or L.A. or, you know, maybe not L.A. as much. But, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe somewhere in California. Some place I love. Like, San Diego's great. and San Fran's a beautiful area. Yeah, too. San Francisco. The whole <laughs> coast. Like, just driving the mm-hmm. coast is yep. always fun. Um, but, you know, and then North Carolina. We shot a, uh, we shot a short film up there in, the, in Asheville. Okay. Area in the mountains. And that was a lot of fun, too, because that was like... And it was a bare-bones crew, just me, um, my business partner, Ben. Uh, we directed it, co-directed it. And then we had a grip, and we had an audio, and that's about it. And two actors, and that was it. And we were in this little cabin that we got. And, you know, it's, it was sort of like a thriller, horror, horror movie kind of thing. And uh, we just shot it over four or five days, just in the, in the middle of Asheville, and... It was nice. fun. It was a lot of fun. So <laughs> stuff, doing stuff like that is really what makes it so rewarding. I mean, it sounds almost like a, it's almost like your whole job is like a vacation because you're doing what you love doing. Yeah, you know, and that's it's, what it it's, is. It's, it's very fun. Yeah, I love what I do. And there's definitely days when you're stressed out or you're, something isn't going right or whatever. But 
in the end, you look back and you're like, eh, that was nothing. Like, we'll just move on from that. I could be sitting at <laughs> yeah, the office be, answering phones. Yeah, or... I could be. And I've done those jobs when I was younger. I did a lot of those kind of jobs. And I, I'm not, I can't sit still that, that long. So <laughs> part, that's part of it. I like that I can get up and move around. Well, there's a reason why these episodes are only an hour long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it gets to the point where everybody's like, <clears throat> all right, <laughs> I got to stand up. I got to do it. Awesome. Uh, do you get anything? Because uh, I do have yeah, a couple other uh, things in the in the can here. Well, we... um, obviously, it's one of the questions we always ask is, you know, what is your favorite film or genre? Oh, nice. Oh, yes. uh, my favorite movie of all time is Back to the Future. Didn't even know. blink at that one. No. Everyone else we've asked that question. <laughs> really? Like, uh... No, that's, that's my... So, and anybody you ask will know that. That, <laughs> that is my all-time favorite. I don't know what... It, I mean, it just it's a great movie. Like, mm-hmm. And I kind of consider all three of them in... like. One movie in a way, because yeah. mm-hmm. people say, "Which one's your favorite?" I'm like, "Really? You got to watch them all." Yeah. Like, yeah, it's well, really, you got to watch both. You can forget the third. Well, one. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I rewatched the third one recently, and I'm like, you know, this movie has some stuff yeah. that's pretty good in it. And two and three were basically one movie. They well, were yeah, back they really back. were. Yeah, and they yeah. were filmed back to yeah. back too, and they came out six months apart or something. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite movie of all time, and I one day I'm gonna own a DeLorean. They're, uh, they're coming out. Yeah, they just, I saw they have that new one. I don't know though. I like I like the classic. <laughs> well, the, the classic one is you know it's what's what's the new one? Three million? Probably yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. too much. Way more yeah. than we have in our budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 that off. Yeah, yeah. Right. every time. <laughs> Real quick though about Back to the Future. So and you said you love documentaries. I'm also a big mm-hmm. documentary. They know that. Um, I make their ears bleed <laughs> telling them that. Uh, have you seen Back in Time? Yes. That documentary oh, yeah. about the oh, yeah. making of it. Yep. I, I'm, and I'm probably a little rusty now, but I, at one point people used to quiz me thinking I wouldn't know certain little things. Hmm. And usually, almost, I don't think I, I think maybe one time I got stumped. Um, but, you know, and like I said, I'm probably rusty now, but it used to be something where like, like, well, who's the kid that was in the... You know, uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood, exactly. So they would ask me these questions, like, thinking I I wouldn't know them. And I'm like, no, I know know, know who that is. You know, I even go deep dive sometimes. I I say this line all all the time. I say, drunken pedestrian. And it's red is the mayor from 1950s. It's the drunk bum at the end of the first movie. Mm -hmm. You know, actually, in that one, he goes, drunken driver. And then in two, three, I think he says, or two, He's in there when they're in the alternate part. Part I think I can't remember exactly. See, I'm getting rusty now. <laughs> now I got to go watch them. But um, but yeah, that was you know. But yeah, that documentary is great. Yeah. And you know, one thing I think is you know impressive is the makeup and stuff they did mm-hmm. for you know for two like to make especially Michael J. Fox plays like three characters in one scene. Yep. Yeah. Yep. His daughter, his son, and yep. himself. Old. Yeah. You know, and then you have the whole Christmas <clears throat> Glover debacle. What a not Casey. And the funny thing is, what I was watching when I was watching mm-hmm. the documentary, and, you know, you have not only the the cast and crew in it, but outside people like you know other big professionals, like other main big name directors, and a lot of them are all talking like it's almost the perfect movie. It is, and the the way between the way it's written, the way it's structured, stylized, and it still holds up. Like you know, oh, yeah, it today, today yeah. and it's like I was a little movie. worried when we passed twenty fifteen, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, now this movie's you know. Movies date themselves, but one thing smart, and I think it might be in that doc, is either Rob Zemeckis or Bob Gale, one of the two writer director uh, writers, said they purposely made the future look fantastical because they didn't want to be held down by this like 
you know, view, like, when we get to 2015, oh, it's not, you know, yeah, it's not going to look like that. But they did that on purpose. Yeah. They wanted this almost, and it really is nice juxtaposition what they did, even in the first movie, the scene how clean and nice the city is in 1955, and then it goes to, you know, then 85, you, you know, it's kind of a dump. The clock tower doesn't even work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's a typical 80s, 90s, you know, 80s, you know, streets or whatever. And, you know, the city's newer. And and then they do the same thing. It's like this crazy, all of a sudden the city's clean again in 2015. Mm-hmm. And 80s are still <laughs> like crap. Yep. And it's like, it's just this cool juxtaposition they kind of did. You know, and I think, you know, I think what really helped them with shooting it was that they pretty much had that whole set that's on the yep. Universal lot. Um, that they were able to just, all right, now we're turning this whole set into, you know, 55 instead of 85. Yep. So, and then alternate 85 is also, a fun, I thought was fun when they, when Biff takes over the town and, yep. you know, that's one of my it's favorite a big casino. Yeah. 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 The whole, uh, yeah, the, which is actually, it's funny if you go to Vegas, there's a plaza hotel it's called, and it is literally what they use for the backdrop of the clock tower because it has like that tower behind oh. it. So if you go to Vegas and it's on Fremont Street, it's literally yep. at the end of Fremont. Yep. You can see it. And it's it is the built. They literally just, did, I'm sure, did some shots of that and then just you know composited it into it. <laughs> Actually, so. just got back from Vegas on Thursday. But they do nice yeah. on Vegas I mean, for work, but you know, so. yeah, Vegas is all. Even if you're there for work, it's always yeah. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one other thing I thought was interesting, we got a few minutes left, uh, yeah. but just a real quick point on on that too is with that documentary mm-hmm. is how and I don't know if you guys have seen it, uh, but. Zemeckis or, or Bob Gale, one of the two of them was saying where they came up with the idea was he went to his house and he was looking at the yearbook of his father and they had gone to the same high school. And he looked at it and he was like like president of something, one yeah, of the yeah. clubs, and he's like, I was wondering, he's like, I started thinking, if I was then, would I be friends with my father? Yeah. And that's where the whole idea started coming from. And, uh, and they I just kind of great. went it from there. No, it's great. And just hearing also like before the DeLorean, it was a refrigerator. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which everybody jokes that they finally, someone got to do that when they did the Indiana Jones that no one talks yep. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they finally got the, because the all idea at that time was that it was all like nuclear, yep. you know, mm-hmm. fallout or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm, I think what they did well was they <laughs> they figured out a structure that, like you said, I mean, it, it really, I think is, and I think it's one of the reasons why I became a filmmaker was that movie. Just It was one of those movies I watched as a kid all the time and I was just like, man, I want to make something like this like this mm. is just it's fun mm. i mean it's it's sort of a comedy but it's also got some drama it's, it's got all those elements you want out of like it's not slapsticky comedy no, either. Yeah. it's it's very almost real like and and i think part of it is the casting was great yeah. like i mean putting oh, yeah. you know michael j fox who has just even in family ties you watch him back in fact same kind of that mannerisms that he has of this like teenage kid who's kind of like what his world like his parents are crazy he, for some reason, hey, I mean, there are things about it now that you look as an adult. You're like, why is this old crazy man hanging out with this yep. this kid? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and then you know, some people point out like, and he kind of makes out with his mother. And yeah, there's all these things. That you're like, the yeah. attempted rape in the school. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you're like, well, but if you look past those things, <laughs> and I love that it kind of, uh, and one of my favorite shows now is Rick and Morty, and it literally, yeah. the, he says like, it, it was just I wanted to. Basically, Doc and Marty, but it, you know, and that was a funny thing too. In, in that as well, Leah Thompson said that was the one reason why it really intrigued her to do the script because before that she was playing like the nice girl and the good mm-hmm. girl, and she actually specifically said this like incestuous thing. She like kind of makes it a little 
dirty and rough. Mm-hmm. She's like, I gotta do this part. That's actually what she wanted and to do. And for the 80s, it makes sense because they were doing, I mean, Porky's and all these movies were super yeah. raunchy. Compared to those, this was nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. This was like, you know. PG-13. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. thing. And people are just like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. it really, until recently, hasn't, I don't think any, and I still people don't. It's not like it's being canceled, which is No, good. no. So, but yeah, it is, it's, it's just one of those movies that I personally just, it's one of those movies that I always tell people if I'm in a, bad mood or I just need to put something on in the background <laughs> I can put that movie on absolutely you know I own like eight copies of it on every format <laughs> I still have the VHS three tape thing somewhere yep. in my apartment and then also uh, you know but now it's streaming too so yeah. you know but I used to be that's why I've seen back in the time it's on I think the trilogy Blu-ray that came out okay years ago. I watched on one of the like the free services like Tubi or Pino yeah I think it's on Peacock now too or <laughs> Peacock, yep. it might be on Peacock I think yep. I've seen it on there it's, it's a really well done doc if Absolutely. you like documentaries and you like Back to Future and movies yeah it's a really good like look into how you know not only that movie was made but like its impact over the years too and one other thing for for your Back to Future yeah. love I was in Seattle a couple of years ago uh, for work and I went down to the you know, by the Space Needle and, you know, down Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and all that other stuff. And they were actually having a Back to the Future convention thing going on. Oh, so there's just lined up DeLoreans <laughs> with hoverboards inside and oh, the hats and everything. Wow. I mean, there must have been like 12 or 15 DeLoreans just lined up. <clears throat> Got all the pictures saved somewhere, yeah. but I don't have them on me. But, That's um, awesome. We do have a, a, just a few minutes left, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to throw this out because we normally ask about the, the favorite movie thing, but... For you, being in the industry and being part of Sunscreen and doing this for a while, any advice you'd have for anybody, somebody who just said, hey, I want to make movies, I don't know know anything, like, is there anything you can tell them, maybe some direction, give some pointers? Uh, My first thing will be, just make it, just make it, just do it. Right now, kids, or not just kids, anybody, has more access to the equipment and all that that you need than ever before. Like, when I was a kid, it was... Begging your mom or dad to buy you a crappy, you know, VHS camcorder and shooting stuff in your backyard that, you know, probably I look at now and would just be like, I'm going to burn all this. <laughs> but now, I mean, with your phones, you can shoot 4K video. And they do. I mean, there's been feature films shot on iPhone or on, you know, Android or because the cameras are so good. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and it, there's free software to edit. There's free audio software. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now is, you know, even if you have no money and you just have a couple of your friends, that's more than what I had when I, you know, I wish I had that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I got lucky, like in high school, I got into the TV production program, so I was able to get access to some stuff and that kind of helped me keep going through college and then through everything. But right now, like, just, just write something. You don't have to write it. Just go out there, take a camera, get your friends. And just direct them and say, hey, do this, da, 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 record it, and then put something together. Even, you know, it doesn't have to be great, but practice. You know, get those angles, you know. Um, go online, go on YouTube. I mean, there's a ton of, like, free how-to huh? shoot How I learned how to edit video or video yeah. edit. <laughs> After Effects, even. Like, one of my favorite programs now is After Effects because mm-hmm. you can do so many cool things. Yeah. And it's just, you know, or After Effects <laughs> isn't free, but, like, there are free versions of that mm-hmm. do the yeah. same thing. Compositing and all that. A good one is called Lightworks. That's a good. Yeah, Lightworks is good. Uh, Actually, Black Magic has their whole DaVinci suite, which has a free called Fusion. That's all free, and that's like a really robust uh, editing suite that a lot of my friends who went from either Avid or Premiere or Final Mm -hmm. Cut are now switching to that. 
uh, just because they're at, Black Magic's doing a great job with it and uh, not sponsoring anything. I still use <laughs> Premiere, so but I'm just saying, like for people, there are options out there that oh, weren't yeah. there when I was younger. So I just tell people all the time, just go and do it. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I mean, just because it's not great, submit it. You know, because there are, you know, and when I say it's not great, I mean like yourself when you finish it, you're like, well, this is not the best thing I could ever do. But if it has a decent story, and you know, and it looks decent, submit it. It may get in there, you know. Or if you're in high school or college, you're. Pro- I mean, most years. Actually, I can tell you this: last two years, I let I put every high school film that got submitted from a high school student in in the fest. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, and I mean, because we don't get that many submissions as yeah. those. But if there's like ten submissions, they're all like <laughs> about five minutes. That's easy for me to throw into you know a block for an hour, you know, or whatever. So I say just submit it. Because that's a way for you to get in there. Plus, when you submit, if you get accepted, this is another thing I tell people. If you have a film in the festival, you automatically get passes to the festival. And you get, you know, you also get access to certain things. And it's all about networking. Go to the workshops. That's another thing. Go to, not just those workshops, go to other ones. Um, You know, I, I know there's like Masterclass has a lot of cool stuff. But even on YouTube or Vimeo, there's a ton of... Just filmmakers talking about yep. what they do and what how they do it and their process. Yep. Um, read books. I mean, I have a ton. You know, if you want to be a writer, read Sidfield's book. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you want to be a you know director, read you know about some of these directors that you love. Uh, right. and, you know, or watch documentaries about them. Yep. I mean, there's a ton of stuff. Up <clears throat> at, and the access now is just incredible to me. Like I. I'm, I'm jealous of some of these kids now. Oh, I know. The competition, I think, is a little stronger because of that. Yep. But at the same time, if you're really passionate about it and you really want to do it, you can break through all those, all of that. Oh, yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. can you can find your way through it because the, some people are going to do it and then they might drop off and do something else. Mm. But if you are passionate and you keep going, I mean, I my parents say, I said I wanted to be a director and make filmmaker since I was like eight or five. Mm. You know, like... And, you know, who knows? People say that when they're a kid, but then they grow up and they become, you know, a marine biologist or something, yep. which is great. Awesome. I mean, <clears throat> that's probably maybe what I would have done. I love the ocean, and I, when I was in high school, I was really big into that. So, you know, that could have been a path or whatever, but I just kept, I was passionate, and I just kept saying, hey, I want to make movies. I want to make shows, and I got into doing commercials, and, you know, because even commercials are just m- m- mini movies. You have a crew, you have everything that's... Hopefully a story. We try to bring story into our some of our clients' work. Like they want a commercial. It's like, okay, well, what's the story? What are we trying to say? Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And I, I also know two uh, good books that are a little outdated now, but the information is still mm-hmm. valid. Is uh, I get to them volumes one and two of the Gorilla, uh, the Gorilla Guide, the Gorilla Guide to uh, f- Filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah. along. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking. Nice I have it. My <laughs> bookshelf has tons of books. Yep. I mean, there's a book actually. Another uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Yes, saw trauma has a book, and I can't remember the name of it. I think it's like oh, make your own damn movie. Yeah, 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 make your own damn movie. Yeah, (laughs) it is. To me, it it's literally what I just said. Like he literally in it says, you don't need any money, you don't need this, and you can make whatever. Obviously, you know his if you know his movies, you know that they're. He's a big fan of the trauma team. Yeah, the reason why I know that is because he will not stop. (laughs) (laughs) I love and look at look what happened though. Uh, What's the name came from trauma? Um, uh, James Gunn. Yep. He was a he was a trauma yeah. guy, you know, and so he went up and out. Which I th- I say you can always tell in his movies because mm-hmm. the way he treats some of his characters are very that sort of campy, 
silly, like, look at the newest Suicide Squad he did. The Suicide Squad. <laughs> and the in front of it. <laughs> but it's That's very campy. such a good movie, oh, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, it's so movie. good. <laughs> you know, even Guardians, the Galaxy, like, what he did with that. And mm-hmm. so, for me, you know, he... He did the same thing, though. James Gunn, he, he worked with Troma and made these, you know, crappy little... I mean, he made Slither, which is one of my favorite movies. Like, I love that movie. Slither? Yeah, we were yeah. talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the few horror movies I actually have seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Slither. But, he, again, if you look, it looks like a bigger budget trauma film, kind yep. of. It's the way I always look at it. I'm like, it's kind of a bigger budget. But, you know, that's another great book to read because it really kind of tells you ideas. He gives you kind of ideas like, hey, you don't have this. Use this instead that you can buy at your local grocery store. Yep. You know, you oh, you want to make fake blood? Here's how you can make fake blood that you know from, you know, from here. <laughs> so it the there's like I said before, there is access more now. Oh, yeah. There's tools. There's references. Just go out there and find them. There's Absolutely. no excuses anymore. Like yeah. when I was younger, there was well, I can't afford a <laughs> video camera, so I guess I'm gonna direct a play and hopefully you know whatever yeah. because mm-hmm. that's what I could do yep. at the time. And then now it's totally opposite of that. Yeah, like you said about the phones, when I was starting out doing it, I had to go out and buy equipment because we had just flip phones. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you can take a photo, but that's about it. You're yeah. not going to do much else. And then like three pixels. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah. this big. Yeah, and you can't zoom it in. Or yeah, it and be... then when you put it on your computer, it's still this big. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but no, uh, that's uh, we're coming out of on, out of time. But again, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. It was super exciting, super informative. I got a lot out of this. Oh and, yeah, definitely. You know, we hope to thank have you. you back again. Um, I'd you love know, to. Want to continue some partnerships and going forward. And um, so again, real quick, if you just want to let everybody know for submissions for sunscreen, that's starting July. You said? Yep, July first. That'll start. That's if you go to film, filmfreeway.com, That's how most people submit to all festivals. Filmfreeway.com, you look up, just type in the search, Sunscreen Film Festival, St. Pete, Florida, and just submit, you know, starting July 1st. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to start seeing, you know, those submissions come in and uh, hopefully see people at the festival next year, including you guys as well. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. And Thank you. Yep. I really, you know, appreciate this opportunity. I, you know, I know it was hard to get me, you know, grounded during the <laughs> festival, but <laughs> yeah. and like I said, next year we'll, uh, you know, maybe talk a little earlier yep. and get and kind of schedule some things. So we'll you plan it out better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, this is all kind of no, thrown together last no, minute. No, and I, it's great. When I saw you guys there, Tony was like, oh, yeah, they reached out and asked. And I said, yeah, come on out. So, but next year, you know, definitely we'll we'll get you out in there and get you more access to some of the, the you know, uh, filmmakers and stuff as well. Nice. So we'll definitely be talking before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> sure. no, I know. But, uh, all right, so everybody, and don't wait till the last minute to, for your submissions. Yeah. You know, do yes. it right. <laughs> um, but that's all the time we have for Movie Talks and Chill. For Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Bunce. I'm Patrick Wall. And to our special guest. I'm Doug Sherhart. Thanks, guys. Take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul The Rock. <laughs>